listening to Matt Tales, 40 Years of Gay Adventures, A Journey of Sex and Truth. Power. It is pitch black except for red lights along the walls down a narrow hallway in front of me. I walk past the door guard and he flashes his penloid at my wrist to see the guest tag hanging just above my watch. My eyes try to adjust and the red lights streak across them like lines of liquid. The smell of warm desert evening mixes with paint as I turn and walk into the first room and pass makeshift walls with glory holes and benches. There's an empty leather sling in the corner, heavy chains shooting up to the ceiling and fastened with bolts, and another just around the wall. The sound of moaning and the smell of sweat and poppers rush my head as I turn and see legs tied up in chains and hear the squeaking sound as the chains rock back and forth in their metal hooks. Beyond the sling is an opening to a smaller room with only one entrance and exit. I walk to the door and someone comes up behind me, so I step in to make way. The room is filled almost entirely by an iron bed, with just enough room left to walk around it. Every part of the bed is iron, with the frame two feet off the floor on either side, and posts that rise from all four corners of the frame almost to the height of the ceiling, and then connect on all sides with thick poles. At the head and foot of this monster are a crisscross of iron pieces higher than the black vinyl mattress. There are hooks soldered into the frame. At the corners, on the ends, up the sides, from the top, everywhere. There is no one on the bed, just a line of guys walking around it, taking it in like tourists. I join the line, and when I get to the third corner, the two men ahead of me stop, so I stop. They stand back against the wall so I can pass, but there's barely room, and my body slides against them as I go by. I get back to the doorway and wait for others to exit. The two against the corner are still there, staring at me. They're in their mid-thirties, naked, athletic, and really handsome, once holding a backpack. I stand in the doorway, and the air in the room seems to disappear in my heart races. I stare back, and they smile, but in that way. I take a deep breath and step back into the room. We meet halfway. They pull me between them, and one puts his arms around me from behind while the other kisses me. They run their hands over my chest and down my body as we try to read each other's needs. They're strong and let me know in their touch as one bites me lightly on the shoulder and the other pushes my legs apart slightly with his foot. I decide this is what I want too. I raise my arms up over my head and I lean back against the guy behind me. They ease me down onto the bed, pull off my underwear, and put me on my back. I hear the backpack zipper open. They both slide down on top of me and they turn my head from side to side to kiss them. I feel a leather strap tighten around my wrist, then the other. One whispers in my ear, yes? Yes, I say. He leans his body over me to the far corner and wraps the strap around the pole and secures it with a metal clip. Then I feel the other strap and I hear the clip. I'm aware of men passing by outside in the hallway. He throws two other straps high over the top hook and pulls down and I can see the silhouette of the muscles of his legs and back in the red lights. The second guy takes my ankles and pulls them up into the air where the hanging straps are attached and clipped. As my last limb is about to be fixed, my breath gets heavy and I am somewhere between my two animal instincts of wanting this to happen and to fight incapacitation. Click. It's done. 
They both get on me, one sitting up on my chest and arching his back as he pushes his cock into my mouth and down my throat. The other sitting on the bed facing me pushes his lube wet cock up into my ass. They both go in slowly and at the same time. The weight and movement of them on me makes the straps pull and the sounds of them breathing and the straps pulling get louder and louder. Then they both move down between my legs and they begin to take turns fucking me harder, one inside me while the other licks and bites at my nipples and kisses me deeply. I'm moaning and I'm getting louder. And they switch again. I can now feel the presence of other men in the room. I turn to my right and left and see that men have lined the narrow path all the way around the bed. There are at least 12 watching the two that are on me. I turn back. They fuck me for almost an hour, getting off on my struggling against the straps and the audience, which is silently cheering them on. The first one comes hard and his face contorts as he releases into me. He pulls out and the other goes in fast and hard, getting off on being second. He screams out as he comes, his right hand turned and pressed firmly over my mouth. Then he falls on top of me, trying to grab his breath. They both step back. I look around the room and at the men watching as they look back at me, most of them holding or stroking their cocks. I take this all in. I remember the smell and taste of their sweat that was all over my body and my face. I remember my legs tied high in the air for these two beautiful men. I remember the veins in my forearms and the curve of my muscles tied out so tightly. I gave up my limbs, my body, and my control. But I never, ever felt more like a man, more powerful than I did at that exact moment. You're listening to Matt Tales, 40 Years of Gay Adventures, a journey of sex and truth. Come more than once for more stories. Go to matttales.com or DM me at matttalespod at gmail.com and we'll talk about making a tale of our own.